Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, this is me, Ramesh, uh, introducing this very special episode of Hip Hop Save My Life with the one and only Murs. Now, if you know your uh, underground hip hop, you'll know that Murs has been an independent uh, legend for years and um, we couldn't believe that we got him onto the podcast but he was doing a European tour and the stars aligned and we got him on and uh, he's a properly funny uh, chilled out guy and uh, we had a lot of fun recording with him so um, yeah I think you'll enjoy it also this week's very special because it is a double ep single day release and what that means is is that I should have thought of what we were going to call this before I started speaking. But the long and the short of it is we're releasing two eps at the same time. Uh, you want to find out about the, the other one? Listen to the other one. But uh, for now, Murs, Hip Hop Saved My Life. Dear God. Enjoy. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to uh, Hip Hop Saved My Life. Uh, I'm with Rumaj. Hey, man. How are you? Good. We've Good. stopped saying what episode number it is, haven't we? Because I've got no clue, man. Yeah, yeah, so and also, do you know the last episode? Uh, said, we, like said 29. 29. Yeah. Clara one. Um, yeah, so but it wasn't it went from 27 to 29? It went from 58 <laughs> mate, to, yeah. to 29. Oh, I don't man. know. Yeah. This is DeLorean shit. I know, I know, I know. Fucking I know. Doc Brown. Um, but we are honoured to be joined by, he won't like us saying this, but a hip hop legend. Oh, thank you. Uh, in Merz. Hello. Is it Merz or Merz? You say Merz. I you? say Merz, but I don't know. Snoop Dogg says Merz. Yeah. So, you know. I got a thing for you, baby girl, but I don't seem to fit up in your crazy world. I'm that square peg in the round hole. I know what your family's saying on the down low. And all your homegirls high key hate me though. They still use my login for the HBO. Amazon, Netflix, and some more shit. Don't even know why you listen to them broke chicks. And get your sister cause she's sliding in my DMs. Saying we should meet up at the gym and we should be friends. Your mama's smiling at me, but that don't mean nothing. Cause she still invites your ex to every family function. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. I'm going to get laid now. Because <laughs> you're on this. Yeah. Well, nothing to do with us, though. Yeah, no, well, to do with him. I haven't met you, but then no. I've been listening to the podcast, and then I found out you weren't Indian from your name. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? So, basically, when we first started doing the podcast, we wanted to come up with a <laughs> this is so embarrassing we wanted, we wanted to we wanted to come up with a hip-hop name right for him because his name's rupert like rupert? so he's yeah. so that that is he's white and he's called rupert so it's there's a lot of issues there do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah yeah so we thought what we're gonna do so we his surname is Majendy, which is french which is french right better than yeah, we could have just gone and imagined it. Anyway, the point yeah. is we can, we put them together and we come up with Rue Madge and then everybody oh. assumed that he's brown because of that. And then yeah. we did a live hip-hop show, how long ago? A few months ago. And I don't know if it was like... I don't, think it was, I don't want to say they were disappointed that you're white. Yeah. Surprised. They were surprised. Yeah, that's I mean, a nice I way to say disappointed. They laughed. They laughed. <laughs> Introduced me on stage and they laugh for about five minutes. I oh, think that's, that's great. That's a huge punchline. That's yeah. like, ooh, that's you know, high like level. to be yeah. at that level of comedy where <laughs> your very appearance is a punchline. Yeah. Is like, how did that feel after promoting comedy shows to get like a good right, laugh? Felt, like, yeah, it felt good. Yeah. So um, we, wow. I wish I would have been there. Yeah, I mean, you would have loved it. You would have been, would've would've been disappointed. Yeah, yeah. but you would have loved surprise. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise. Yeah, I would have disappointed. Yeah, you would have been surprised. Yeah. Um, so we've had a bit of a, you've had, a, we've had a bit of a fuck, fucked up start to this because first of all, <laughs> yeah. First of all, I saw you outside. You're on crutches. Yeah, man. What happened? Uh, first day of tour in Amsterdam, I was touring with an artist by the name of D1, and uh, 
He's a kind of a pretty boy. A lot of rappers are um, not artists. Most of them are, mm. but uh, they're jocks turned. Right. Hey, I didn't make college. How can I still get girls to pay attention to me? I know. I'll do this rap thing. <laughs> girls like that. Cameron, Maze, Two Chains. Really? That's the origin for those guys. Yeah. D1, Mason Betha, all of them. Yeah, you get those in comedy as well. Really? Yes, 100%. Well, yeah, because, and, and like, I don't want to sound like a grumpy bastard about this, but I feel like there are some comedians who are like, and I don't know if you feel the same way about rappers, but like, there are some comedians who are just wired, well, there's some comedians who are just wired slightly incorrectly and that has made them go into comedy, right? Because there's something fucked up, something happened to them or yeah. whatever. And so there's something wrong with people that work, certain people that work in comedy. There are other people that I would argue are too functional as human beings. Too to good be, looking. They're too good looking, yeah. they're too fucking alpha. They're too, they've yeah. got shit together too well to be comedians. I just think there has to be, we're supposed to be outsiders, comedians, you know what I mean? And then you've got people that like, you know, this, without naming names, but there are comedians that are like super good looking and like ripped and then they talk about how they're awkward with girls and I think, come on, mate, there's absolutely no fucking way yeah, you've he, ever had any problems yeah, yeah. getting girls in your fucking life. I don't believe you. And whenever I see a comedian, because there are, look, there are comedians who are good looking who are good. But whenever, as an audience member, I see a good-looking comedian step up, I think, you've got a tough job ahead of you, man. Yeah, yeah you got hard. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's where black, being a black American comes in. Right, yeah. Because you still have a struggle, regardless if you're the, you know, Eddie Murphy's yeah, not a bad-looking yeah. guy. Chris Tucker's not a bad-looking guy. That's true, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock, that's why white people think he's really funny, because he's also, he's an unattractive black <laughs> man. But I'm just one, one, you know, we have huge gums. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm in this boat with him. <laughs> But uh, yeah. So you anyway. So, so I'm with this, I'm with this with ex jock, um, ex math teacher turned rapper, turned Christian rapper. Yeah. Walking through the park, or, you know, after our show in Amsterdam, I'm such a real rapper that the morning, next morning, we wake up early so that we can go to the museum right. to see the Banksy exhibit at the Mocha. Nice. How so was it? It was amazing. Yeah. Then we're leaving. There's a half pipe. I've only had to cancel one tour in my life, and that's because I'm a skater, and I was skating a curb, and I rolled my ankle and I had to cancel a whole Japanese tour. Lots of Japanese people lost money. I felt like a dick, so I stopped skating. Yeah. So I see this half pipe, and I was like, this is what I wanted to do. Was there any part of you that thought, oh, fuck it, it's Japan. Like, I'm so far away from there. Because if you owed somebody in LA money... Yeah, they come get me. Yeah. yeah, yeah but in Japanese... Japan, you think, what are they really going to do? do you know yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. <laughs> so after that, I'm like, okay, I'm a legit... This is my business now. Yeah, I yeah. Can't do things that are going to prevent me from earning money. Or right. So I looked at the half pipe in Amsterdam and said no. And I look over and D1 is over there on the courts with the guys. And you know, I, I'm not going to try my New Orleans accents, but he sounds like Little Wayne, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wody, we're going to watch the basketball. I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, exactly. No. <laughs> That's said, all right, man. Well, shit. You know, this is a team building exercise. My DJ, me, you, three on three. He's like, he goes into this whole Team USA thing, and these Dutch guys are challenging us. We have to defend the, our country. I'm like, okay. I haven't played basketball in 10 years. Okay. So you there's know. a lot going against this decision to Yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah. I, yeah. Last time I played tat, I got hit in the nose, and I hit someone else. I punched the guy back. Cause I'm, just, I'm not into yeah. sports ball anymore. I decided to smoke weed and skateboard and read comic books and yeah. rap. Got on the court, first play of the game. D1 passes it to me under the basket. I jump over the guy, I score. I come down. I, I don't know if I landed on the guy or landed wrong. And I was the only one wearing LeBron James tennis shoes. Oh, shit. Everyone else had on their hip-hop shoes. <laughs> I had on basketball <laughs> tennis shoes or sneakers. And whoosh, my whole ankle just went sideways. Scored, though. I scored. What's the diagnosis on you broken? Um, torn tendons. So I have to go to physical therapy when I get back. I'm at the age where it's just not going to bounce back. Yeah. Yeah, but well, you're our age, right? You're 40. Yeah, right? I'm 40. Yeah, so I'm so, 40. How old are you? 44. You're 44? Yeah. You look good for it, man. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you so, really do. Sometimes certain types of white don't crack. White, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so did you have to go to hospital in Amsterdam? I had to. We had a show the next that night, so I had to... Self-medicate. <laughs> no, I don't smoke. I wish. We had to take a car... Because I couldn't go on the train. Yeah. And we, I just said, let's just go to get to Rotterdam and I'll deal with it. So it was 150 euro for the rot, car ride to Rotterdam. The guy dumped us off. And luckily, our hotel was across the street from the venue and about two minutes from the, the hospital. We went to the hospital, $400. Fucking no NHS there. But yeah. uh, 
$400, four hours later, they x-rayed it. I took off my sock. It's on, it's on Instagram. Like my, my fucking, she was huge. I couldn't like set it down. I couldn't, I, I couldn't even look at it without hurting. It was hurting all the way up to my knee. And she was just like, yeah, you tore a lot of tendons. It's not broken, thank God. But when you get home, you got to do this. And then she gave me paracetamol, paracetamol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought this was some good shit. That shit didn't do nah. shit. I couldn't even sleep. Sleep. Yeah. I was in so much pain. Like, I never thought about when you put the covers or the comforter over your foot. Yeah. This is a thing you take for granted. <laughs> but it was freezing in the hotel room. But I didn't want my foot up. But I could not. Nothing. A sheet. I couldn't put tissue. If really? I took a shit and tissue fall on, fell on my ankle, I would tears. Wow. And then they just like kind of dumped my bags in my room because they're men. Like they have no bedside manner. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm like hopping to the bathroom. I have to piss in the middle of the night. I have to hop. I bang my. Oh, it was ridiculous. But luckily I got the bottom room floor. It was handicapped, accessible. And then from there it was like. Did you have one of those uh, handicap shower rooms? You know the bathrooms where the whole thing is like a. Yeah, floor. Yeah. And then had a little chair. Yeah. I I always hated it. Now I had to appreciate it. I was like. Just when you're sitting on the little chair. Yeah, because every other hotel for the past week, I've been sitting on a toilet. <laughs> when have you sat on a little chair? Uh, I tried it out. I got, I got, I got, I got. I got. <laughs> Just for fun. Oh, yeah, I didn't need to. I didn't need, I didn't need to. But I was like, I was in one of those, I was in one of those hotel rooms and I thought it's here. It's possible that this is an amazing thing. And I don't want to like, yeah, it might be your... that that's my thing. YOLO. And then, do you know, yeah, exactly. And then who knows? I might want to buy a little chair for home. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like you just, you don't know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought, let me just fucking try it. Do you know oh what I mean? my god. <laughs> um, the the thing that scares, freaks me about that story is, I don't like the idea of needing medical treatment abroad. Right, like that sort of freaks me out slightly. And I don't, I don't know. I, I was in Sri Lanka when I was a kid, and it was my grandma's funeral. I'm originally Sri Lanka, so like. And I, when I was a kid, I stepped on like a can, like this one of these little tea light things, and burnt my foot. And then they took me to a Sri Lankan hospital, oh, and shit. for some reason, it felt like the most terrifying thing ever. I don't know why. It's like I, I, I was less trusting of brown faces. I just thought, yeah, I feel like that. I instantly think Mexican prison. <laughs> when you say Sri Lankan hospital, <laughs> instantly, <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, man, that was. <laughs> Was it like a Mexican? Did you shank anyone? Or no, I didn't shank anyone, but uh, it was... Uh, I found it, I don't know, it added another element of terror to the whole thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's yeah, first world problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. But I mean, yeah, it's worrying. It would be probably shitty in America for you. Yes, yeah. It was bad in, in Amsterdam, but it wasn't that bad. They were slow. Right. But America, they're slow, they're rude. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, Canada, I've gotten hurt twice in Canada. They took care of me. Canada, I can imagine you turn up and there's a fucking gift basket when you arrive at the yeah, hospital. Yeah, they were so nice. Shit, Australia, yeah. they were yeah. really nice. Uh, yeah, Australia, they gave me a CAT scan and MRI. I jumped off the stage and tried to jump over on someone, kick someone in the head and landed on the bar, hit my head. It's, it's inside the album of my cover album, Murray's Revenge. Like him, like the cartoons where the bump goes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it, I was trying to hold it down and it literally pushed my hand up. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And we walked to the ER. In 30 minutes, I had a CAT scan. They're like, you okay? And then in Australia, like, they don't take offense. So I was like, well, can I go back to drinking tonight? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, sure, because like, they're Australian. <laughs> no judgment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's never a time when you can't drink. <laughs> yeah, so was, yeah. But uh, they, they were quick, man. So, I can't get an MRI in the States. I pay $875 a month for my family's health care. Hold on a second. Is that how much? Yeah, that's for my wife, my child, and myself. A month? A month. Fucking hell, man. That's <laughs> yeah. mad, isn't it? We take the old NHS for granted, yeah, don't we? Do. Just rock up for anything. So how did you get on with doing the rest of the shows? On one leg, I've never... Like, I do all kind of kicks and, like, yeah, jumps yeah. and punk shit, and there was no punk rock anymore. But, but punk rock was dead. And did you find it more... Gone. Are you sat down doing it? Or? I try. I can't... I couldn't sit down. So now, like, this this leg is hurting, and... Because you compensate. Yes, I'm literally jumping yeah, yeah. around on one leg, and... And what did you think of the crowds, European crowds? They're good, man. Um, I like the, I like, the, I mean, but I'm partial to, to British or the UK anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. For years, I did Jazz Cafe in 2010. Yeah, yeah. Sold it out, and then I hadn't been able to get booked in England since. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And I like, I'm super like, I'm super British, but for American, like, yeah, like 
I love Guy Ritchie as much as Quentin Tarantino. Really? Yeah. I was in the grime in like 03, like. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was so into grime that we came, me and my group that I started in high school, I reunited with them. I had a little money. I was like, I'm going to rent us a flat in London for some, what I thought was London. <laughs> Turned out to be Billericke. I don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with Billericke. The capital of grime. <laughs> And I was like, oh, mate, no, but the thing is, the thing that people don't know about Billericke is in 03, the grime scene in Billericke was fucking, yeah, oh, my you, God. Let me tell you, I got off the fucking train. I was like, fuck, what the fuck, fuck, everyone, you know? It was like, it was like, everyone's looking at you. Fum, what the fuck, what the fuck, is that your girl? What the fuck? Sorry, that's my grime. That's good, man. It was good. Um, so how long were you in Billericke for? A month. And what did you do? Just uh, spend the month realizing you fucked up. Trying to, uh, going back and forth on an expensive ass train to London. It's a wild round trip. <laughs> I'm glad you're getting your fucking laugh. They sold us on this place, man. They had a fucking pool. I was on right. a pool, July. Right. Yeah, pool. of course. But you're in Billericay, mate. Bro. I just had to start swimming in the rain. I said, fuck it. I just, I, I was like, if I get electrocuted, it'll be worth for fucking, I think it's been three grand or something. Oh, mate. We got, Do you make loads of tunes? Yeah, we made a whole album. But the guys are with were, they're, they're my brothers, I love them, but they didn't want to go anywhere. So I was friends with Danger Mouse at the time. This is like, yeah, yeah. This is right when he started the Gorillas and no one knew what Gorillas was. Yeah. And, and right after the Grey album and, He's like, I'm meeting Iggy Pop. Now, I knew him before, right before he did the Grey album. So he's like, I'm in London. Come hang out with me. And I'm like, yo, let's go hang out with Danger Mouse. And my friends are like, no, we're just going to stay in Billericke. Like, are, are you serious? Yeah. Like, are you fucking out of your mind? So I was like, fuck it, man. So I went into town a couple times with him. And, you know, he just came into a, a lot of money. So yeah, we're like yeah. popping bottles and random. And I'm like, I want to go to Fabric. Like, what? I got to find Dirty Goods. I got to <laughs> find Wiley. I got to find SQB. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I got to go to the States. I got to like. And, then, and he's like, no, I got to go fucking hang with Damien Auburn or whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck. Yeah. So he's on the high level shit. My friends are in Bill of Ricky and I'm trying to find this grime scene. And I was also friends with Ty. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Ty was definitely not in the grind. Right. So it's like, you know, all my hip-hop friends that I made over the years were like, that's not hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. And so I just ended up, like, buying DVDs and mixtapes wherever I could. So how did you even, like, discover it? Like, how did... All my, my, D, my former DJ was really in the jungle and right. drum and bass. And so then he started playing people rapping over it, which was like... I was, because Americans yeah. that try to rap over it just didn't work. Yeah, and then it wasn't like the raga bullshit. I didn't like that shit either. Yeah, and this dude was actually like someone was. I forgot what the first grime song I heard. I was like, and he's like, oh, it's called grime, and like this dial-up internet kind of. We're still like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like probably how you then, guys felt searching hip hop back course, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was like, I'm just gonna fuck it. I have money. I'm just gonna live here for a month and I'll find something. And I still didn't find shit. I ended up taking like to real seedy parts of town, somewhere south of. Bill of Ricky by the water somewhere and there was like someone gave me a flyer and I tried to find this place and I got stranded and a bunch of dudes in hoods came out Jesus Christ never, you never met any artists never Christ. not one but I got to hang out with Danger Mouse a couple of times before he like got really blown up and I, I went to Wimbledon and I got to it was the year of the Euro Cup and I didn't know that especially in Bill of Ricky there's five fucking channels yeah I was like what's this is un-American but then I was like this is not America so we had to watch soccer Right. I hated soccer. Right. I learned to love soccer. Do you, so do you love, has it stayed with you though? Yeah, it stayed with me. I learned to love soccer and tennis. And I got into Wimbledon and then I saw how, I like learning the rules. Yeah. And the old white guy that ran into us was teaching me the rules. And when people were cheering, when Serena would have a fault, I was like, that's not polite. Yeah. Like that's against the rules. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to Wimbledon and I'm going to scream at these white people. <laughs> so I went from Bill Ricky yeah. to Wimbledon <laughs> to go man. to Serena's match. Missed it completely. <laughs> Bought my tickets anyway. I'm in Wimbledon and I'm watching a doubles match at one of the televised matches. And I see this white lady with the fucking people dress really nice for this thing. Yes, yeah. And I'm yeah, in yeah. like a t shirt and a sweatsuit. Or a did sweat you get shirt. any? Did they? How was that? Because I've never been. Have you been to Wimbledon? Once. It's super like posh, right? So did did anyone give any looks rocking up in the in your uh -huh. like casual gear or you right? No, I don't. I think that that was already black. Like I was just right, 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 right. Go but they go. were they're polite enough not to stare. Yeah. But then I started staring at the lady because she had fried chicken, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, that looks so good right now." And I was like, "I'm not gonna be the only black guy at Wimbledon eating yeah. fried chicken." On that yeah. Show. I, I have them carrying the whole race with me right now. I can't. I said, "Fuck it, I'm getting fried chicken." <laughs> I walk out to go get the fried chicken, and the line is. 
fuck around the fucking corner. I was like, where are all these white people waiting for fried chicken? Fuck it, I'll get Thai food. I got home and the white guy that rented us the house in Bill Ricky, the older guy, I was like, yo, man. I was like, you guys like fried chicken too? He was like, mate, that's our shit. He's like, fish and chips? Yeah. We were frying shit before we got to America. This is our, you guys have pizza and we didn't get Pizza Hut till you guys, McDonald's, all the shitty shit, that's your shit. He's like, fish and chips, mate. What the fuck do you think? And I was like, white people have us believing that we invented fried chicken. Yeah, but do you know what? Do you know what? The thing I would say about the difference between, I mean, I'm obviously I'm vegan now. I haven't eaten fried chicken. I mean, you're vegan now, yeah. right? So, but fish and chips, and I know this is sacrilegious, but fish and chips and fried chicken are two. Yeah. I mean, fried chicken is like spicy and tasty and it's got fish and chips is shit. Fish. Yeah. It's, it's So fit. maybe it's American fusion. Maybe you guys I brought the fryer it. and we brought the spices. I think so. Yeah, there you go. I think so because have you eaten fish and chips? I don't eat fish, yeah. Right, but did you? Yeah, it if, looks it looks very like it's just, crap. I mean, it's like it's, uh, there must be. Wait, places. wait, are you gonna get deported for saying that? Uh, possibly, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. I mean, that people get people do get upset because I think I've said this before, but like unless you go to a really good place, and I've heard that really good places are good, but but most fish and chip shops. Oh god, I'm gonna get fucking. It's still sort of greasy fish. Yeah, yeah. it's just like it's not fried, when you right. when you see fried chicken because when when I was in the states. All of my, all of the guy, the film crew, they were all ordering fried chicken, right? And you could smell that it's got flavour and spice and shit like that. Fish, British fish and chips ain't got that, man. Yeah, it's not got that. Putting yourself out there now. Yeah, well, look, well, look, come at me. If anybody, if anybody's oh, listening to this, next, next live hip hop saved my life. You gotta <laughs> yeah, come up, fish throw fish on, <laughs> throw fried fish on stage. Next week, but oh, there's shit, some, next week, there's yeah. some place where you can get, uh, you can get vegan fish and chips, right? Oh, really? Yeah, what's your attitude towards the old vegan substitutes? Are you, are um, you into that? Yeah, well, my wife is like a former and I guess now still vegan chef. Yeah. So she's not too keen on it. Right, she's been this, like the meat, the fake meat. And all yeah, that. but we have, I mean, it's, yeah, she'll indulge sometimes. She thinks of shit. I, I like some of it, um, but like we have a guy in LA called Compton Vegan. Yeah. Which when you come back to LA, he has an Instagram you can order, he'll deliver to you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And so he does like, Chicken wings, but you know, vegan, seitan, fried. Because I went to um, in LA, I went to Doomies. Do you know, Doomies? oh, yeah, Doomies. Well, that I is went... hell food. Yeah, <laughs> good God, grain a good way, but it, it's like, do you a... know the thing that I found so weird about it? So it's like this it's basically this. I think the guy that owns it is not vegan, right? But he was sick of like going with his vegan friends and having to have like salad and shit oh, like that's that, right? So he wanted to have like, he wanted to go, he wanted to provide a vegan meal that was like indulgent. So you go to this place and you can get like bacon, double cheeseburger and all this shit, right? Fried chicken. The thing that fucking blew my mind, right? Cause the food was nice. I said to the waitress, what do you recommend? She said, chicken wings. We've got hot wings. Like these hot wings are fucking amazing, right? So I was like, cool. So we ordered them and they come with a wooden peg driven into them for the bone. Yeah. Like that, I cannot get my head, like how is that okay? Do you know what I mean? You've given me like a substitute bone. I don't understand. This is why I don't eat meat. Yeah, I moved away from this and you're trying to make it to look as much like a body. (laughs) Yeah, it's vegan for not vegan. Yeah, that is is true. Anyway, listen, we're going to get slaughtered if we don't talk to you about hip hop, man. Uh, oh, yeah, we're man. talking about fucking vegan food. I'm going to get absolutely kicked in the dick. Um, <laughs> but listen, it's so your we recommended your your album uh, on the podcast because we loved it, man. It's fucking great. I wow. think it's your I think it's the best thing you've ever done, your latest album. Man, it's thank you. so good. I make art. Y'all niggas make hits. I make music from the heart and what you make is shit. Softer than the couch, step up, get knocked out. Popping bottles in the club, I'm just chilling at the house. Playing war games with four dames in your name. Don't get high, stay flying out. Your lame tame is a terrier, but it gets scarier when you try to test the best in your area. So yeah, I saw you tweet about it. Yeah. And then I looked you up and I was like, who is this guy? What yeah. is this podcast like oh the podcast is dope i'm gonna follow the podcast because i just started a podcast and i was like i need to learn from other right. people well we're it. the wrong i mean we're the wrong, <laughs> we're the wrong guys we're not there yeah so i was like okay and then i was like okay who's this guy and then i saw just another immigrant oh yeah yeah and i had and we're not gonna talk about hip-hop but fuck you guys sorry for a second <laughs> uh i had no idea 
I just I got remarried on my second marriage and I married a Brazilian woman right. who immigrated to the United States at a young age. Okay. But she always tells me stories about how it's different for immigrants. And um after oh now I know that you actually heard that after our son died, we were like in a bad place. Like, yeah. Of course. And we're playing like we'd go outside for Pokemon Go, that was it. We were, right. Like that was the silliest, most basic shit that brought us yes. out of our hole. And then Netflix and like being a rapper and and I have a a, tad, a a child from my previous marriage that I adopted, dad like I had no time to watch the Netflix and chill this, so I'll start searching everything. Yeah, comedy. That's what we, we need to laugh. So Hassan Minaj came up, and I was like, yo, let's watch this. Fuck it, Homecoming King. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my homegirl is a comedian. Marcella um, recommended it. And Marcella recommended. She's funny as shit. And then I watched it and it was all about his struggle as an immigrant. Right. And I was like, and I was laughing my ass off, but I couldn't relate. Right, right, right. And I was like, this is how white people feel when they listen to black comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are you guys laughing at? Like, yeah, you don't yeah, get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I really felt like outside. I was like, there's this whole world of immigrants. They go through this thing. Yeah, yeah. So then when I saw your thing, I was like, oh, my wife is going to love this show for yeah. sure. And of course, we start watching it and then she's like, this guy is just like you. <laughs> Oh, he's such a fucking dick. And I was like, I was like really? And then your mom comes on, stop being a dickhead. See? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yo. I can't believe you've seen that show, man. That's amazing. Oh, it's the greatest show. I reckon, so, and I'm also in business with the guy who started Hip Hop DX is Indian. Yeah. Right, yeah. And so I've been having, a, we've been talking a lot going, he's from Kerala. So I've yeah. been talking about okay. going back to Kerala with him because apparently they grow everything there. Yeah, yeah. And my vegan wife is so excited to go And there's Kerala. like now this hip hop scene over there now. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah, because uh, that, you know, Bobby Friction is, uh, he, this is a DJ on a BBC Asian Network over here. And he sent me, because he knows obviously about, I'm, I'm into hip hop. And he said to me, check this out. And it's so amazing to me, man. Like they're these Indian guys who are just like, it's so weird. Cause it must've been, I don't know what it's like as an American watching UK people do hip hop, right? But watching Indian guys who have all of the mannerisms and the dress sense and all of that stuff of a rapper. And then they've got, but you can't understand anything they're saying. Are they rapping in Malayali or are they rapping in? I think there was like, I think there was like, Punjabi was like okay. they were they were rapping in Punjabi I think a couple of them and it's like it's so amazing how far hip like hip hop has got like every like, there's a proper scene over there now man Do that's you know crazy I, mean? I know I can't wait to go now yeah, like... yeah, yeah. I love foreign hip hop it's uh I mean yeah I I I told totally, like when I got hurt and like you know I didn't think about it like until a fan came up to me like thank you for not canceling I was like that wasn't even yeah, yeah, an option to me. I was like, there were some guys in 1973 in a basement that threw this fucking party. Yeah, yeah. And now me, I get to go to fucking Wales, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> off of something some dude made up in a fucking project basement. Like that's yeah. literally. It's not yeah. like 400 years ago, like less than four, or less than 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that that is never lost on me. If I ever like things get tough like I'm sitting in a fucking in an emergency room in Rotterdam, I'm yeah. like fuck. But then I'm like how did I get here? Oh, I started making these words rhyme and then I started Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like in literally this and now it's funny because Amsterdam's the first place I went to on tour in 1996. No record deal. We were sleeping on people's floors in the projects and grown again and I was selling cassette tapes on the street. So to be back in the Netherlands, and I'm like, I'm sitting here and I have no, no, I have, you know, they're telling me it's four hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, run it up, run my cars. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, this is not a bad thing. So yeah, it trips me out how far hip hop has come. Like, just in my personal life, and yeah. then, of, of course there's Indian rappers and Punjabi yeah, yeah, yeah. dressing like, you know, in ripped skinny jeans or dyeing their hair like little Uzi. Who <laughs> fucking knows, man? Um, you've been doing this for like what over twenty years now. Yeah, twenty two right? years. And I think it's fair to say that like you've you've acquired legendary status for being you know independent rapper who's like constantly trying to push your artistry and and you've seen hip hop sort of change through the years and stuff like that. Do you do you feel like you've got what you because I'm you know when you got in, when we knew that we we're going to get you on the podcast I was like it fucking blew my mind man because I feel I can't believe we're getting Merz on the podcast like this is mad right because oh, wow. you, because you're at that level do you look at hip, hip hop artists that aren't doing because you talk about artistry in your and you say you know most hip hoppers aren't artists and you know I'm what I'm doing I'm trying to be an artist or whatever right. do, do you do you begrudge 
where some of hip hop has gone or do you just sort of see it, are you sort of like pretty zen about it and see it all as it was the longest question I've ever asked <laughs> yeah no I feel I'm, I'm like super I'm cool with I hate to make it a racial thing but it always yeah. like as long as you're not out there really killing people if this is what you have you know I look at it like it's I'm I won't say I'm sad for them it's just like if that's what you feel you have it's crude to me right you know but I'm like okay well at least you're getting out of the cave you know what I yeah, mean yeah. like White America has put us in a position that I'm not going to judge anyone that comes out of this cave. However you can get out of that road, get get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. But it sucks. I mean, and I think it's not, it's, it's my problem. And I try not to, like I said, talk down on any black man doing what he's got to do. But the more we get into this era of this is black excellence, this is black. And it's not really because it has nothing to do with being black. It's just acting white. You're right. Like Americans and, and I guess and Europeans have commercialized art. Yeah, like Michelangelo wasn't painting like, oh shit, this shit's about to go platinum. Watch out, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. you know, it's not that's not what it's fucking about, yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's art. You're supposed to do it to express, or for Africans, like it's a way to keep our culture and our stories. And then we we weren't a written people. Yeah, we were a, a vocal people, and this is an oral tradition. So I was like, there's more to what's going on than what you're doing. But hey, man, if that if that pays your bills, that's great. If that keeps all those dudes behind you paid and you're taking care of, it, yeah. fine. But it's not art. Yeah, yeah. It's entertainment, but yeah. it's not art. Well, it's difficult. It's, it's that argument is an interesting one because, like, you sort of see it as like not so much. I think it's less so now than it was. But back years ago, you know, the big record labels were the gatekeepers to to, to everything, right? And so, you know, they were celebrating a certain type of hip hop, particularly after like NWA came out. You know, there was all that sort of all that type of thing was what record labels were going for. And like you said. If I've got a choice between continuing to live in whatever destitute situation I'm in, all right, yeah, or I say make this type of record and suddenly I'm wealthy, then it's difficult to judge somebody for making those decisions. Yeah, right? I do not. I, I guess I, I critique and personally, and I but I try not to judge. Yeah, you know, and then and then it creates your own set of problems, man. Like you want to be a tough guy. Like there's a lot that comes with being a gangster rapper. Like being yeah. from those neighborhoods, like. I know how much these rappers have to pay. Certain rappers have to pay $100,000 just to land in Los Angeles yeah, and be a blood or be a crib. Like that, it costs, it's expensive. And even the ones that are really bloods and crips is a constant political game. You have to talk to this guy from this gang and this guy and this gang and this guy from this gang who's not even a rapper, but you have to make sure his daughters get into the show or else you're gonna have problems when you go to Oklahoma or, you know, so I, it's just if you, hey, if you want that burden, you, that's what you're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's and then there's the guys like I know. I was listening to the podcast and I was like, oh, okay, this is this is where we're not the same. I was like, All right, because fucking revival was a great record to me. <laughs> and Kamikaze is shit. I think Eminem's going really? back. Yeah, I think. Okay, go on. The go, guys this do a this podcast is, okay, with. You'll never hear a rock musician go. What do you say? After this guitar solo, you're gonna die. Like I'm the, you know, you never hear Mick Jagger go. Oh, look at Keith Richard killing shit on the guitar. He's the best solo by far. Like, why do rappers feel like it's really good to talk about how really good you are? Right, right, right. If you take the hundred best rap songs, it'll be a bunch of bunch bunch of fucking egomaniacal manly men talking about how great they are you take the 100 best rock songs there'll be some about love and freedom and fucking all kind of shit like we have no diversity so I was happy someone as great at rapping as Eminem was trying it wasn't great he hadn't got to the point where he was great at it Okay. but I, I, I like that he was trying to put some substance into his music and then fans like you Pushed him back into kamikaze. You and blame him, you, I mean, I guess I'm partly personally responsible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, it's an interesting argument. I have had people, because there's lots of big Eminem fans that listen to this podcast, and I got a lot of shit for what I said about Revival. And the, you know what my issue with it was? I just felt like it didn't feel real. To, like What I mean was, it felt like... I think he felt trapped by what he was doing before and he just thought, I'm just going to break out. But it didn't feel like an organic breakout. And so that meant that it wasn't as enjoyable to listen to. Do you know what I mean? And then I do concede your point that Kamikaze, because when Kamikaze came out, I was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) fuck it, he's still got it. And and now as you say that, I get what you're, I do understand what you're saying because Revival was something different. Whereas Kamikaze is him doing more of the same of what he was doing before. I understand that. Yeah, but I think what you're saying too, I didn't think about the insincere. I wanted Eminem to do something different so bad that I probably didn't pick up on the insincerity. Yeah. But you fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like he was, I think. But do you reckon, so what you're saying, do you think that if he'd have carried on in that direction, eventually we would have got an Eminem record that's like, that, that, that's different that would have been actually good. I think so, yeah. But I also, it, you're, you're, you're pushing me right now. I just, I figured it out. <laughs> Rick Rubin is the answer. Right, really? He saved fucking Metallica. Yeah. He saved fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. And he saved Johnny Cash. He saves white superstars in their moment of like, here, this Californication was beautiful. You know? I've never heard that summary of Rick Rubin, but it does make sense what you're saying. So I think that I don't know if Eminem has producers that can help him get to where he needs to be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But he's really good at the kamikaze. But that's just why I tuned out. Like after the Marshall Mathers RP, I was like, okay, well, he's just going to keep doing that and that. Yeah, yeah. Or I'd like to see him really solidify himself as the greatest of all time, which would he has to make a club record. He's never made a good club Yeah, record. that's true. And being that hip-hop is a club music and is originally made to dance, to me, he can never be the greatest of all time. And I want, to, I want him to do it because he, he has lots of reasons he should be. But that's a huge part. Like, there's no Eminem song that you can throw on at a wedding reception and everybody's like, woo! Yeah, Snoop yeah. has 15 of those. You know what I mean? Jay-Z yeah, has yeah. a few. Like, DMX even has some. Like, 50 Cent has some. Like, there's no Eminem song that your grandmother... You know, yeah. both sides of the family, like, you know, if yeah. Eminem doesn't have that song, he's too, to me, he's too great not to have that song. So instead of focusing on destroying other rappers. What do you think of that whole Machine Gun Kelly thing? Oh, man. I'm really stoked on Machine Gun Kelly. Really? Not for the reasons most people think, but right. because I've been around him and the fact that he can stop doing drugs and fucking beautiful women long enough to put together a cohesive <laughs> disc record. <laughs> <laughs> very stoked on him. <laughs> like, oh my god, Ronnie. Hey, somebody grab him some clippers. His fucking beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, huh? I know. I'm about to be 46 years old, dog. Talking about, I'ma call up Trick Trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I can handle your shit. You mad about something I said in 2012? Took you six years and a surprise album just to come with a diss? Homie, we get it. We know that you're the greatest rapper alive. Fucking dweeb, all you do is read the dictionary and stay inside. Fuck rap god, I'm the rap devil. Come a bare face with a black shovel like the Armageddon. When the smoke settle, his body next to this instrumental, I'm saying. Because knowing him, I was like, uh, I don't want my, you know, I'm not my friend, but I like someone I like, you know. I don't want someone I like to look stupid. Right, right, you know, I was like, I was like, he can't be sober long enough to put together something this, you know, something good. Yeah, yeah. And I heard it and I was like, holy shit. Then yeah. I saw the video and I was like, for a rapper too, like he was actually eating the cereal. Like yeah. that's hard to fake. And he's a long guy. And he made it without spilling any cereal and and to film a video that quick. Yeah. So this is where I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna not give it to Hip Hop DX. My exclusive Hip Hop Save My Life yeah. theory. Right. And I'll cool. expand it oh, on the, the Hip Hop DX okay. show. But it, Ari the Rugged Man tweeted this and it's like, beware of these beefs because it could be started by the label. Revival tanked for Interscope, supposedly. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, they haven't been able to get off the ground since his last hit, which Eminem keeps saying didn't have a hit. He had a huge, he had a huge hit, but they haven't been able to get back there. These two have been wanting to go at it for yeah. a long time. 
Only thing keeping them apart was the label. So now they're both down on their luck. The label says, all right, fuck it. Let's just lift the gate. You guys go. And if you think it's not orchestrated, yeah. like, you know, Kamikaze drops, Eminem's boom. And then Eminem drops Kill Shot. Yeah. Rihanna just hit me on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Wait. You just diss me, I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line, compliment me on the next. Damn, I'm really sorry you want me to have a heart attack. Was watching 8 Mile on my Nauta track. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Stan, Stan, son, listen, man, dad isn't mad. But how you gonna name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? Giant smoke, eyes open, undeniable supply and smoke. Got the fire stoke. Say you got me in a scope, but you grazed me. I say one call it in a scope, and you swayzy. Your reply got the crowd yelling woo. So before you die, let's see who can out petty who with your corny lines. Slim your roll, out Kelly ooh, but I'm 45 and I'm still out selling you by 29. And now everyone's waiting on MGK's response. What's MGK's first response? My new EP is coming out in two weeks. They already had it ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's looking at MGK's Instagram. People who don't lose usually look at yeah, yeah. And his only post is binge, 928. 28.9 for the British people. Thank you, thank you. 28.9. good of you to make that concession. <laughs> but fuck. yeah, so... I mean, that does make, it does make so sense. So now Jimmy's like, okay, you guys have been wanting this. You guys have been wanting... Fuck it, go at it. It's going to be great for sales. And it has been. Yeah, it has MGK, been. MGK, guess who has another number one record? I know. MGK. And also, and, our, and also a lot of the... Um, a lot of the like online stuff about it has been like we should thank MGK for bringing back the Eminem that we love. That's you know what I mean? bullshit. Yeah, that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because not listen. I didn't say that, man. Yeah, no, I don't, that's I don't how start, you felt. I don't, that's no, how you felt. I don't start pinning it on me, man. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's what people was like. The people going like Eminem's back because the thing is because I I was watching Eminem's interview with Sway. I just thought to myself. What is the reason for Eminem to trouble himself with this guy? Do you know what I mean? Like, because if he really is that unbothered and thinks he's nothing, or what, like as he claims to, what is the point in even, you know, he, 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 yeah, exactly. And also, Eminem said, the choice I've got to make is whether I crush this guy because he went at me, or he's talking about my daughter, or whatever the origins of this beef are, right? But if I do respond to him, I'm going to blow him up, right? So if I was Eminem, you'd sort of think, I'll just leave it. I mean, if you want to say that. Or, or it's time for you to go beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. have enough money yeah. to make that go away. And yeah, if MGK yeah. sues you, he looks like the pussy. Now that yeah, he called yeah. you a bitch, bitch, like go jump him. Like immediately if you said something about my daughter, that would have been my immediate response. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck all the rap shit. I'm not going to make you famous. I'll make you famous for getting beat up and suing me like a bitch. But I'm not going to. But that's why I think it's, yeah, it is all orchestrated. And then what they've done again is they put Dre against Diddy again. Yeah. And like, that's not healthy. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I felt Jay Electronica was like super, like, yo, like, before you start bringing up Tupac, like, remember who's benefiting the most from these beefs. Yeah. 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 And everybody's kind of like, I think it's cool. You know, because Dre, like, they've added Dre to Kill Shot as a producer or something. I'm like, why is Dre even involved in this shit? Like, but now, I, then I got, then I saw it. I was like, "This is really orc." To me, it seems really orc. And then they're bringing Diddy in, and they're bringing this. And I and what I hate is that MGK is being called a mumble rapper. He's not yeah. a mumble rapper. Yeah, yeah, this kid true. is an excellent performer. He's a lyricist. He's talented. His music has substance. Live shows bananas. And I don't agree with doing drugs and all that other shit he's doing. But I, he's really who he says he is. Right. He's a rock star for real. He has his own festival that sells thousands of tickets in his hometown. He puts on for a city. He brings well-known rappers to a city. Because I've been on tour in Cleveland and nobody's doing shit like that in Cleveland. So he's keeping, you know, he gives respect to, to his OGs and like he has beef with Eminem. And I think I think what hip hop has gone to the point where it's not, fu- that's because we have all these fucking jocks. It's not sports ball, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not fucking teams. It's, it's somewhat art. And even if it's a battle, it's a battle. We don't have to take sides. Yeah, yeah. We can. It's still entertainment. Let's just enjoy the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. You know I love you. Because then now there's Royce getting into it, and then there's Jay Electronica, and like, did you see the bizarre video? No, I tried not to watch anything. I love that guy too much. I thought it was hilarious, man. Like, was he being funny or was he like getting serious? He was being fu- no, okay. he was being funny. Okay, good. I, I, it really made me. It's before Kill Shot dropped. And he went, um, Bizarre was going, um, he's going, um, you know what, I'll give it to um, I'll give it to MGK. That was a good track. You know, I think he sat down and he worked really hard and he wrote these lyrics and he managed to come up with a good, yeah, I'll give him, I'll give him credit. You know, he did a good thing. And then he goes, this is what really makes us, but the repercussions. <laughs> Ooh, 
Oh! <laughs> he goes, oh, it was just so funny the way he played. I-, I loved it, man. It was so... But that's the other thing. It's like, the truth is, it does make sense what you're saying. And also, because people are saying now, so many people that didn't even know who MGK was are now MGK fans. And also, when people go, who won this? There's so many people that equally passionately think that MGK absolutely killed it and that, and people that thought that Eminem killed it. So it's really, there's no real There's no way, yeah. And I think they're turning into an age thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, my opinion is that I, I didn't expect Killshot to be good because there's nothing Eminem can say about him. Like, what are you going to say? Like, he, does, he hasn't done much, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah, exactly. Now he's opened himself up to MGK can come again. Yeah, pause. yeah. Like, he could really... And I'm like, man, that was... Like, he should have just ignored him. Or well, it's a, had someone beat him up. Yeah. It's a difficult one when you're punching down like that. Because, like, in a way, it's like... It's like when when Rabbit was facing Papa Doc. Because, like, you know, he's like... Because MGK has got nothing to lose in this situation. Nothing. Do you know what I mean? So, what do you want to say about him? Like, that he doesn't sell as many records as you or whatever. Like, everybody knows that. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like a... I don't know. It's just like it's almost like he's got nothing on him. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're technically a better rapper than him. Yeah. Like, and even MGK will give it to you. I know, but that was the thing that that was so mad was that MGK is actually very complimentary about Eminem on that track. Right? Yeah, that's what, that's why I thought I was because I've been in my little beast with rappers, but I never made diss songs. I was just, but I told you've been guy, tempted. Huh? You've been tempted. Oh yeah, very tempted. <laughs> But I was told a guy, I was like, look, man, I'll never be as good a rapper. You, I grew up listening to you. I really love your music. I'll never be that good. But if you say anything else to me, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> That's it. So if you yeah. ever put my name in a record, I'm not going to rap against you. I'm going to show up to your house at blah, 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 and blah. I knew a corner you lived on. And I'm going to pull up in the front yard in front of all your friends. I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. I'm not here to play rap games with you. And I think that's what... Someone needed to have that discussion. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know. But I think that's what... MGK's song was like everyone's like Eminem technically yeah but what MGK said was hey M I know you're a great rapper you don't know how to dress and if you really want it I go come up and beat the shit out of you yeah, let's yeah. just leave that there and that's why I like it was very frank and he didn't try to compete with Eminem in lyrical gymnastics he ate his cereal hopped off his tour bus <laughs> said a few things to the guy and got back on his tour yeah, bus yeah yeah and that's the thing is like, and that's another thing I think the winner and loser meter in hip hop is off yeah, yeah, like the Meek Mill versus Drake. People kept saying Drake is catching, Meek is catching an L, and I was like, he just got out of prison. Yeah, yeah. he's making seventy five grand a night on a private plane, fucking the most sought after woman in rap. I, if I want to lose, <laughs> you know, and everybody like MGK is dead. I was like, if being dead is doing sold out, like you just did a picture, of, like these these tickets to MGK shows were sold out. Yeah, yeah. prior to him dissing Eminem. Like, Eminem can paint it like MGK wasn't doing shit. Yeah. This motherfucker was on tour doing sold-out 10,000-person rooms. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like that, this is a loss. And Eminem, I'm not going to feel bad for him either. He's living a great life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's why we all need to back up and stop, like, counting people's money and, like, hey, he said something really funny. Eminem had some really funny lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot. Let's just enjoy what's the t-shirt is hilarious. Yes. The fact yeah. that MGK wore a t-shirt and took a picture on stage <laughs> in it is even more hilarious. I think they're being good sports about it. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's the white people for once. Let's enjoy that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. I had a show once where Slug and LP jumped into the crowd and started a fight. And I just I told the crowd, I was like, look, it's not the black guy. Let's just, let's enjoy this for once. So what's next for you? You're gonna are you working on new stuff? I have no idea, man. I'm out of my contract with Strange Music, so I don't. So was it? So you were with Strange Music since what? 2014. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And how did that go? Were you happy with that? Like? Yeah, everything's. It was everything. Now yeah. I just got to decide what I want to do. Like they were still trying to work me to radio, and I I wanted that. Now I kind of just want to. I don't. I have no idea what I, I was trying to come here and find myself. And really? All yeah. I did was break my fucking fucking ankle. God damn. <laughs> Have you got more tour left, or is that it? No, this is the last show was last night in, where the fuck were we? Leeds. Yeah, how was that? That was probably the smallest show. Right. My, maybe like 18 people. It was... It was where was it? What venue? Uh, what no, Stereo. No, that's Glasgow. Where was it? Uh, Hedro, Hedro House? Oh, I don't know that one. It's like a three-story building. Right. Were they good? Were they good? 
I think the crowd had a good time. I kind of I find myself trying to venture into stand-up comedy now. Yeah, yeah. you got. I've been actually based on talking to you now. You got the chops for I it. Got, I think you could do. Would it. you guys do? I mean, don't come over to the UK and start doing it because listen. No, I mean, I think we Wait, can no. do just another immigrant too. Yeah, what with you yeah. over here? Yeah. The reverse, the yeah. flip. And then I'm showing you around the UK. Yeah, mate, that's a fucking idea. Oh, yeah. I'm booking the O2. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Go, go where we stay. Yeah. Where we stay? Yeah, yeah, fuck go it. bigger. Yeah. Oh man, right that off. was and such a fuck up, man. It was so funny because, like, when we're doing that, when we're doing that, we just wanted to, we wanted to just play it for real and see what happened. And then we went to, then we went to uh, the Mexican border and built that. Yeah, we tried to do this publicity stunt, and we went to the Mexican border and started building the, the Trump's wall to try and get some heat. And then part of me thought, oh, maybe, maybe this might sell. And then the fucking curtains open on the night. Well, you know, spoiler alert, it didn't go down. How many do you have in? I'm not seeing this. Well, it's a six. What? You didn't watch this show? No, it's not on over it's here. It's not on over here. What? Wait, hold on. What do you mean? They're not showing it in the UK until I think like next year or something. What? It's weird. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Let me tell you motherfuckers about this show. <laughs> Including me. Yeah, I've, this is hands he down. Won't, he won't tell me anything. I don't watch reality TV. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> but so am I. In the show. Yeah. This guy's such a piece of shit that my wife watches and goes, hey, that's you. You need to meet this guy. <laughs> oh my Because you God. guys are the you same are person. So, but I, I sort of, I feel like you're sort of insulting me, but at the same time complimenting me because I'm like you, but I'm a piece of shit. Uh, but I'm being myself in that. I mean, I'm myself. And that's how I felt. When my wife told me that we, we were the same person and she said, he's a piece of shit, he's a prick or whatever. I don't even, I kept asking her, but how? So it's so many things you forgot. So that's the thing. So you're watching it going, I don't know how this guy is a prick, right? Yeah. I, I was like, okay, I kind of see it, but he's just being himself. Like yeah. he's just, I was like, you, you would do that to me. You do that to me all the time. I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. I, <laughs> I gave up on trying to understand it. And I was just like, oh, I... And there's certain things like, look at his mouth, how he's doing this. And it's like, all right, man. Oh, mate, th that's the problem I had. Because, like, you are, you're quite dry, right? Yeah. As am I. I In Britain, dry is like, I mean, people, oh, yeah. yeah. But in the States, yeah. It's fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> well done. That's good, <laughs> man. <laughs> and then yeah. they will end the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be, that's what we'll close on, yeah. But um, in America... You just get taken on. F I don't know if it's because I'm British, and also I've got a, a sort of an, a fairly non-expressive face. But you would say something, and you get. I got taken on face value for what I was saying so many times, that, and, like, and that's why. And that's why you, I break my ankle on the court, and people yeah. don't know if I'm serious. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the time, people say, "I don't know. I don't know if you're joking." That's what, mate, dude. Yes, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I get. Do you know? Can I say this is what? So I was on. I was on holiday with my wife and kids, right? And we were like. I was having a great time, all right? We're in Portugal, we've got this nice villa, we're chilling out, having a great time. Three days into this, three fucking days with my wife. I've been with this woman for nearly 10 years, right? Three days into the holiday, I said to her, this is great, isn't it? I love this. And she goes, do you? She goes, it's fucking impossible to tell. She goes, <laughs> she goes I've, been, I've been on this holiday thinking, is he having a good, does he like it? Does he not? I and I was like, oh, fuck, man, that's my wife, dude. Like, that's dude, mad. Yeah, I don't know if I'm that bad, but, <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm more of the inappropriate. Like, she's like, you don't, this is now you're saying, you talking, is like your voice is jogging. We were watching an episode, and I don't know what you did. She's like, that's just you. I was like, how, I was like, when have I ever done something like that? Yeah. We were with my high school friend, Mark. We ran into him at Fat Burger, and you asked him, what are the odds of me getting laid tonight? <laughs> I was like, I just said that to your friend. Like, yeah, and he called me later, and he didn't know if you were serious or joking. And he was like, and I was like, I don't know if I was serious or if I was joking. He's like, but she was like, who would say something like that? I was like, but it's kind of funny. I was like, but yeah, he's like, this is my friend Mark from high school. I was like, hey, Mark, how are you doing? I guess apparently my next sentence was, so what do you think the odds are of me getting laid tonight? And like, yeah, yeah. nodding over to my future wife. We're yeah. on our second date. Yeah, I had that because I was before I did comedy, I was a teacher. And um, the word cunt in America is a big no-no, right? Yeah, yeah. So over here, 
like it is still bad but you, but people you frequently hear people say oh that cunts they're all right man yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean like that that's a kind compliment. of compliment yeah so i was i was uh yeah that cunt, he's a fucking great cunt hey, what a cunt what an absolute <laughs> top cunt he's a top cunt top uh, <laughs> so like i was i was at a teachers meeting and we had this thing where we had to like we were doing reports and you got to pull in standard comments onto the reports. Like they've got a selection of comments. You choose the one that's appropriate to the kid, right? And you build your thing together. And they said, and we're having a little drink after we'd finished the reports. And one of the teachers said, "Oh, um, it, you know, there are some words that I'd like, you know, to be added to those reports that you know that weren't there." And I said, "Yeah, I'll tell you what I'd like. Just one word. I put it on every one. Cunt, right?" And the and I was joking. But the whole fucking table just looked at me like I needed to be fucking removed from the teaching profession. It was cr- like I had to leave. You're We're at the pub. Because at the pub, yeah, it was at the pub. We're just having a drink afters. So I was like, I just, I just sort of finished my pint and then went. Oh, I'm, uh, anyway, guys, it's been great. I just thought I'd just let them talk about what a prick I am. Like after. Wait, got... it's not even in school. No, dude. What's like, their problem? I don't know, man. Thank you. I like you. Yeah, fuck those cunts. That's like. Yo, what the fuck, man? I know, man. I know. Look, we're we're running out of time. Yeah. Yeah. um, Sorry. I'm going to ask you. Let me. Well, one of the things I want to ask you before I let you go. By the way, best guest, right? Mate. You guys say that every time. I like that. (laughs) No, we don't say it. Do we say it every time? I don't think we've said it. No, you said it to Clara last week. Yeah, we did say that. No, you're right. You've got good memory. Yeah, correct. We did I've been say doing that. my homework. Yeah. Um, but what I really wanted to ask you about, but then we got, we got, we digressed, is the fact that I want to thank you because you make what I think is grown up hip hop, right? And what I mean by that is, well, you know what I mean by that is like so many times, because I, I still listen, I listen to all of it. And some of it I like more than, more than obviously, you know, you have your preferences. Sometimes I put it on in the car and my wife will turn to me when there's something being said and she'll go, really? You're, <laughs> like, you're, like you're, you're a 40 year old father of three and this is what, this is what you're listening to, right? Kamikaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he's fucking back. I told you, babe. Anyway, <laughs> i tell you what, he's a, I knew he's a top cunt. <laughs> But your stuff is like, it's what? It's grown up, it's adult hip, do you know what I mean? And is that is that just because you're doing what you do or are you conscious of that or like, you know? No, I just always told the truth. So this right. is my truth now. But I was having a conversation with the guys on my tour. It's like, cause I don't know what to do next. Like I've never, right. you know, like either you do dad rap, but they're like, you don't look like you do dad rap. Like you're like you're gonna have to cut your hair and like because dads can't relate to how you look. They can relate to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But they don't relate to your look. You gotta package yourself. So like you you have to be reggae hip hop. I was like, but I don't smoke weed, you know. So I've been trying to figure it out. But yeah, man, I, I, that's I, dad hop. But there are lots of uh, but you're but you, yeah, I get what you're saying. But there's lots of guys of our age. That don't that are not ready to put on cardigans and shit. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah, there's man, a I'm middle not ready ground, for like, the Skechers, bro. Yeah, I can't exactly, give up. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, hey, hopefully, of, I'm, maybe. Are you encouraging me to do dad rap, adult contemporary hip hop? Yes, but cunt rap, cunt. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm forgetting the podcast. My head was down on the table. <laughs> I love it if that came up as like an Apple genre. Well, that would be a hashtag. <laughs> cunt rap. Cunt rap. Yeah. Um, no, I think I do know what you're saying because I. We we basically what's happened? We had to transfer to my iPhone because my fucking recorder. But I think there's a, I think there is a, doing what you do is I don't think there's I know that people take the piss out of that kind of oh I've got to work out my financials and all that shit. But that's not there's there's a, there's something in between, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? Which I think you could. I'm encouraging you to do that. Yeah, I'll take the banner, man. I want you to make your revival. Your... My, yeah, I think the last album might have been it, but because it didn't sell. I think people wanted that. So maybe I don't... But I don't even know what I could go back to. Like, yeah. God, I don't know what people... I never know what people want from me. I've always just done what I wanted. So you're at a crossroads now, would you say? Yeah, I, 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 I was going to just quit... Because uh, I, I stream on Twitch... 
play video games, and then we just switch. I just do Yom TV raps basically for yeah. three hours every day. And play. They request videos. I play them. We talk about them. Then I do the hip hop DX thing, and I have to write and pro- basically write, produce, and direct that myself. I right. it. And then do the po- have a weekly podcast, and then rapping is still there, and that's paying the majority of my bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, what, what, what do people want? I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna go in because content is everything. I'm like, I'll stop rapping. No one wants to hear dad rap. And I, I then I met with Gary V. You know that guy? No. He's like an American motivational sensation. He's like oh, okay. five million Instagram followers. I know Eric, the hip hop preacher. Oh, I'm about to go to one of his seminars. Oh yeah, yeah. I well, don't know. I don't know what that's. Have be you listened like. to any of his stuff? A little bit. It's I don't fucking, want to ruin it. It's fucking crazy, man. It's What's like two hundred ninety nine bucks. It's this guy, uh, like you know, like Tony Robbins, but mm. Eric Thomas. He's like this. It's like he calls himself the hip hop, the hip hop yeah, preacher. preacher. Yeah, right. But he sort of does that stuff like you're lying, <laughs> but you don't want it enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the reason you ain't the reason you ain't achieving your dreams is because you don't want it enough. Like and like, but when you listen to it, yeah. they they've clipped some of what he says up and put it on like YouTube videos with like cool music and stuff. And you fucking listen to it, you get like a hard one. You think I'm gonna fucking smash this, man. Like, yeah, it's you're like, like a football coach. Yeah, it's like taking right. speed or something. It's like fucking yes. Do you know what I mean? Like you probably like get like you're just ready, man. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm so I'm gonna uh, that's when I'm at, honey, babe. $299 November 4th It's worth it I, I gotta experience this Yeah I saw it I, like, I stopped watching his Instagram I was yeah. like I'm just gonna save all this Mate And, you're, and we're the same So yeah. it might be a troll It might yeah. be I might just be laughing my ass off the whole time Or it might change my life Yeah, yeah. I'm on the fence Like yeah. Like I feel like I could leave there fired but, up. But, but the thing is It's like I'm such a cynical person that when I start feeling myself taken by it, I think, no, Romesh, you can't, like, are you getting into this now? Like, do you know what I mean? Because That's why I want to pay for it. Yeah, that's yeah, going to push me over. I'm going to yeah. have to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, $300, <laughs> I'm full, it's full commitment. Yeah, yeah. you got to commit to the bit. Um, well, look, we look forward to seeing what you do, man. Um, yeah, so whatever. So, yeah, I met with Gary V. He told me to keep rapping, just do everything. And then now I'm going to go to his other motivational speaker. I'm just looking for gurus now. Yeah? And then I'm going to... I watched your show. That was inspiring. I think that I think I think you can do anything. Wow, that's what you the show in Leeds was like. The show in Leeds was like, oh, now I'm gonna ruin it for you. I'm not gonna ruin it for the people that haven't seen the show. No, go on. It was like your show at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's most of my life. Right, that's right. why I love the ending. Like that's you know, like you I'm not coming to the UK and be like, oh, I've never done a show this small. Like. It's yeah, like that in most cities, except for major cities. Like London was a big show for me. New York, LA, big shows for me. I get to Atlanta, there might be forty people. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you still got to do it. Yeah, and I, and I do. And that's what, like the guy, the sound, the sound guy leads was like, like this was the best hip hop show I've ever seen. Really, you made it feel it's like you're, lo- yeah. you're in your living room, and you know what? I just talk to people, man. Like that's where the stand up comedy comes in. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah. like yo, okay, well, I think I actually think you should yeah. try to give it a go as a comedian. Oh no, no I'm gonna leave it. I can. Would you guys do it so hard? I love that when I get to a lull or like a dead joke, joke, and I, I can go play the beat. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and we're out of here. Like, I'm gonna lean on that for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's the best crutch, no pun intended. Um, if you yeah. had that, I think you would go. Maybe you should kick a couple. You'd never tank. What if I can hit? We did it once, didn't we? Yeah. If you had a primo beat that you could just throw on at oh any time, <laughs> like, oh, you guys didn't think that was funny, but yeah. you like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we didn't talk about favorite albums. You're wrong about Q-Tip. Amplified is one of my, is my favorite album of all time. Oh, you've come to just like sh- shit on opinions that I. That no, I, I felt like this guy's challenging me. <laughs> That's the because last week, yeah. the last show, you were yeah. talking about Q-Tip. Yes, and Clara had a go at me because she said, I didn't, well, she said I didn't get it because I'm a man. Man, yeah, but I was like, I'm a man, and that's my favorite album by any rapper. That's your favorite album by any rapper? By any solo rapper. My favorite group album is De La Soul is Dead. My favorite album by a solo rapper is Q-Tip Amplified. And you liked Vibrant Thing when it came out? Loved it. Breathe and Stop, Let, Let's Ride, the whole album. He talks about Five Fifth, and he has a song, Corn. I guess it's because it's kind of like me. Like, that's the, the breadth of my fucking... Yeah, but the thing that is coming across from you is, like, if somebody goes and does something different, it doesn't bump you at all. Whereas I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the type of fan that wants to restrict an artist to yeah. the point that just fucking... What is that, man? Is that your, is that, that's your slave master mentality? <laughs> like, you pick cotton, <laughs> you pick strawberries, you pick the peas. Don't you guys cross over in the field? <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep everyone separate, man. 
You need to go away and think about that, man. Yeah, go. <laughs> the way he's looking, the way Roman's just looking at him. You need to go away and think about that, mate. I'm gonna use that on my kid. He just, he just sons you for real. Is that what your parents did to you? Maybe. You need to go away and think about yeah, that, yeah. mate. <laughs> still thinking. But casually. <laughs> You're still thinking. You're still awake. Yeah. Oh my god. Well look, you've given me some food for thought, man. Thank you. Plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you. Uh Merz, it's been such a pleasure having yeah, you. Yeah, fine. Honestly. And Rough. uh to me, somebody so similar as me, except for whenever an artist experiments with their music. Yeah, don't yeah. You guys stay in your lane. <laughs> Good God, man. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Or uh, yeah, my, po- my podcast, Felipe's Garage. If you're on Twitch, M-U-R-S. Check me out. Watch the breakdown. So if you want to argue with me about hip-hop in the comment section, I am forced to read every single fucking comment. Mm. Um, contractually, that's what they pay me for. So um, Is that right? I'm going to come I'm fuck you up. Contract- no, oh, God. There's a lot of UK fans. Is there? Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I'm supposed to do a, a UK rap breakdown. So oh, okay. If you want to write it. Let me know. Okay, I'm up for it, man. But um, yeah, if there's, want to plug your show because they haven't seen it. Yeah. And if you're listening to this in the states, my fans who are listening to this, the 13 of you that will tune in. Just another immigrant on Showtime. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Some of the best TV I've watched. It's the reason I'm here. And I'm glad I met these guys. So now, um, maybe we can work on our rap group now because we have a white guy and Indian guy and a black guy. This is a good thing here. We're in. Wait, who does the, who does the raps family. on your podcast? On the podcast, what the, <laughs> do you mean that this is the bit where it's, yeah. a, it's a mate of mine, David from Brighton, who's just like, I just said to him, can you do some like, just like little stabs? And he just came up with that. Like rap. This is the part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, yeah. So I didn't, how did I get into rap? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, my first memory is that my mom bought us Adidas suits because I begged her and me and my brother put on a breakdance show in the living room of our apartment. Right. Um, first rap tape was Crushing by the Fat Boys. Favorite rap album is Amplified by Q-Tip. De La Soul is Dead by De La Soul. So you're not just signing out to fuck me. Your favorite album is... Oh, I love that one. It changed my life. It changed my career. It changed my life. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's all your questions. That's yeah. it, mate. You smashed it. Uh, Merz, thank you so much, Thank man. you, guys. It's been thank a real honor to have you on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.